Welcome to the Carnivore Cast, a podcast focused on the carnivore diet and lifestyle, with practical advice from successful carnivores, citizen scientists, and top researchers. I'm your host, Scott Meslinski, and I'm here to speak with experts and experienced carnivores to get answers to your biggest and meatiest questions while helping you live your best life as a carnivore. So I'm excited to announce this new sponsor, and this one is for people like me who may be curious about your levels of certain nutrients and minerals. We know on a carnivore diet that the requirements for certain minerals and nutrients are different than the recommended daily amounts, and we also know that we aren't getting as much of certain minerals and nutrients. So how can you know if you're getting enough, and more importantly, if you're absorbing those things? If you're taking, for instance, vitamin D or magnesium, you may want to know whether the supplement is actually doing anything, or you may just want to know how much of certain vitamins you're getting through your food. So what's one way to accurately test all of this? In this case, I'm talking about Upgraded Formulas, Upgraded Hair Test Kit, and their consultation. And I had Barton Scott on, the founder of Upgraded Formulas, to talk about this. He's fantastic. And their minerals can really help you absorb things that can vanquish those hidden deficiencies that may be affecting your thyroid, your adrenal, or other things. So check out the test and consultation at UpgradedFormulas.com and save 15% on your first purchase with the code CARNIVORE15 at checkout. Thanks and enjoy the show. Dr. Joy Kong at Stem Cell Dr. Joy is a UCLA-trained, triple-board-certified physician, anti-aging and stem cell specialist, educator, and CEO. As the founder of Thea Center for Regenerative Medicine in California, she focuses her efforts on the prevention of aging as well as chronic diseases that no one else has been able to heal. She believes that complete healing can only come from looking at the whole person, mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the show, Dr. Joy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, really excited. And, and we were just chatting before um, before hitting record uh, that you have prolific interests and uh, triple board certified. So can you kind of talk about that and, and why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually started my education in China. So I had two years of college in Beijing where I specialized in architecture. I think there, there's a, there's um you know, I, I realized early on what I'm good at as far as the way my brain works is that I like to synthesize information. I, I like to bring a lot of things together. Um, that's when my brain is the happiest. So architecture is kind of a, a confluence of all these different aspects, you know, from sociology to engineering to, uh, you know, uh, uh, calculus to, uh, uh, you know, psychology. And then I, when I came to the U S and I decided to go into medicine, um, I was always very interested in the brain. Um, so psychiatry was kind of a, a easy way, you know, to get into the brain, uh, neurology, it's it tends to, when I looked at it, it was very depressing. Uh, neurologists were very good at diagnosing, uh, neurological conditions, but there was no therapy. And at least in psychiatry, I've seen, um, on psychiatric wards and how it transformed people, how it really got people out of psychosis, out of depression. So I thought, well, this is powerful. So, you know, that I, I this is the field I wanted to go into. Um, so after doing that for 11 years, you know, working very long hours, um, in both psychiatric emergency room and, uh, a clinic, I just felt that it wasn't quite 
helping people in a more fundamental way. Yes, I can help with their help them with their um, acute symptoms, but what's causing all these symptoms? There's so many layers that were not addressed, including nutrition, hormones, and 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 just you know many other aspects that that um, that brings a human health in in one place. So that's when I got into um, anti-aging and regenerative medicine. I, I was actually board certified in addiction medicine as well. And I, I was working in, uh, I, I was a medical director at a few rehab centers in Malibu. And that's when it really came in sharp focus. I was trying, I thought these were more private entities. I could try different things. So I would check people on their nutritional status, their hormones. And then when I wanted to implement different things so I can help really reduce their craving and remove the causes of their addiction. By the time I wanted to give them some supplements and to, to, to help them um, in a more you know root cause of fashion, they um, because of the way medical system was, they ended up wanting just to get a medication because supplements were not covered by insurance. So a lot of these people, even after going through all these testing, they said, well, Dr. Kong, can you just, just give me a drug because the insurance doesn't cover these supplements. Um, so that was very disappointing. Um, and then, um, so, but I was very, still very fasc- fascinated by anti-aging medicine, you know, this whole functional medicine aspects, even just to, to fine tune my own health. And then I encountered stem cell therapy, um, not only fascinated by the signs of it, but also by the results that pe- people were getting. So these were incontrovertible when I saw how it transformed patients' lives and in such an elegant and, and kind of a, you know, easy, it's, it's, it's actually very, the, the elegance resides in how easy it is. Because once I put cells into the human body, the cells do the rest. Um, it's, you know, I feel like a million bucks because I really helped someone that they, they have, you know, sought help from all kinds of doctors, all these different specialties, yet I give them a simple stem cell therapy. And, um, you know, a few weeks later, a few months later, you know, everything coming back to normal. And I just thought this is just too much fun. You know, I, I think we all want to feel empowered when we are, you know, doing our work, right? You want to feel you're making a difference. So stem cell therapy was really what brought everything back together that enhances the health of the body to regenerate because instead of the the traditional Western medicine route, which is fighting the body with drugs, looking the body antagonistically, um, things like stem cell therapy or anti-aging medicine in general is trying to nurture the body so it can bring up its own regenerative potential. So that's kind of uh, a quick <laughs> overview of my my path. Thanks to Bioptimizers for sponsoring the show. And I'm really excited to tell you guys about an excellent deal they're offering this November. This is the biggest blowout deal they will be offering all year. So if there's a time to stock up, it is now. What they're offering is over $200 worth of free gifts and a huge discount all month long on their Magnesium Breakthrough product. Their Magnesium Breakthrough is a full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress relief, better sleep, and mental health all in one bottle. They're offering all sorts of awesome free gifts and products worth over $200 with select purchases. 
all month long. They're offering 10% off using my unique code. And you can only get this exclusive deal through my link, special for you listeners. You won't find it on Amazon or even the BiOptimizer's website. Go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash carnivore and use code carnivore to get your discount and free gifts today. Thanks so much and have a great day. We actually share a lot in common. It's funny, you, you started by talking about how much you like synthesizing information. My first... Um, started my career in management consulting, or basically that's, that's the whole job is taking large pieces of information and synthesizing it into presentations and insights for companies. Um, and I also was, was very passionate about psychology. Um, and, and I actually studied, um, at the school where positive psychology was kind of founded, um, and had a chance to, to dive into that a bit also when I was in school. So really, really interesting. Um, and, uh, can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, why you, why you've pursued stem cell therapy and why you think it's such a revolutionary concept for health and wellness? Um, I think the popular stereotype or, uh, misconception people may have is it's something that has not a lot of great evidence. It's for the uber rich or people who are willing to travel to places like Panama. Um, and it's, it's kind of inaccessible. Um, but can you talk about yeah. how you think it plays a bigger role for, for the masses and, and just how you think it will help guide medicine going forward? Yeah, sure. I can address all those. Um, so, uh, stem cell therapy, one reason is so revolutionary is because this is the first time in history that we are no longer trying to utilize a either single chemical or drug or a group of chemicals, which is like herbs. Um, we're actually utilizing the DNA itself. So the DNA contains intelligence, right? If you look at the first stem cell, which is the fertilized egg, from that fertilized egg, you make an entire human being. And we don't know how it's, it happens. We can track its progress, that's embryology, but we don't know exactly how the cells know and what's in that DNA that it's able to, to manifest the whole human, right? So that's the kind of intelligence that's embedded in the DNA. So when I give people stem cells, the DNA in the cells are able to manufacture responses right? In the form of all these growth factors, cytokines, which they package into these exosomes. They also secrete other things and they, they do all, all, you know, a lot of different things in the human body where the intelligence that's embedded in that DNA is, is manifesting, is helping the body to heal. So this is why it's so revolutionary that I, when I give people stem cells, I'm not not giving them just some some chemical or, or some some molecules and giving them intelligence. So, and and if you look at the aging process or disease process, if we have enough stem cells, if the stem cells are power, powerful enough, they can replace the damaged tissue. So whatever you damage, if you've got enough stem cells, if they're functioning well, then they can replace the damaged tissue. Then you're new again, right? But the problem is that our stem cells do decline. As we age, they decline in number and in capabilities. So um, a typical, uh, well, you know, the statistic I give people is if you look at mesenchymal stem cells, which these days are kind of the, um, the, the, 
you know, the gold standard of stem cell therapy because there's so much evidence about what these cells do. And they're really not the, the stem cells in the typical sense. They are these kind of a, a master cells all over your body that's monitoring what's going on in your body and looking at what uh, the local environment or, or systemically, you know, what kind of signals the body are sending out. And they're able to track that signal and get to the areas where they're needed. So, so these cells have this, you know, uh, I call them the, 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 you know, kind of conductor in the symphony of regeneration. Um, these cells, when we were born, every one in 10,000 cells is a mesenchymal stem cells, you know, stem cell, MSC for short. And when we reach our teenage years, it becomes one in 100,000. So that's tenfold less. And when we reach our 40s, it becomes one in 400,000. And we reach our 80s, it becomes one in 2 million. So we're running out of these stem cells. Not only the numbers drastically decline, like a lot of things in life, so, so does mitochondria, you know, the number and the function, um, or NAD. You look at a lot of things, there's this sharp decline, this curve. So you have this sharp decline. And, um, and, and if you don't have you know, these engine to help you regenerate, then you just accumulate degeneration, right? That's how we get all these wrinkled skin and we got, you know, osteoarthritis, and then we get all these other deterioration in, in our internal organs and muscles and all that and the brain. So, so the, the fundamental uh, power of stem cell therapy is that you're replacing the engines. So you're upgrading the engine. You can give as many hormones as you want, all these vitamins. And, but if you don't have the engine running for you, how are you going to replace the damaged tissue? How are you going to revamp your, the system, right? Which is this powerful vehicle we have. Um, so um, your question about um, evidence, you know, I, I've heard this before from patients who are really interested in stem cell therapy. And then they talk to their primary care doctor or their rheumatologist, you know, some kind of specialist, neurologist. And then a common feedback was, well, yeah, that all sounds great, but there's really not much evidence. So my question was always, you know, I, I would like, like to ask these doctors, have you ever looked for the evidence? If you have never looked, then it doesn't exist in your mind. Yeah. So my mission is to educate not only the public, but also other physicians. So I founded American Academy of Integrative Cell Therapy because if you look, they're there. The research has been very active all around the world. Granted, some, some diseases, there's more evidence, there's you know more solid evidence, and some are a little bit more equivocal. So we may need more studies. But I have um, you know over 300 articles categorized by organ systems and disease categories. So whatever you, you want, you want neurological conditions. Okay. I can show you the research that's on that. You want your urological, right? You know, kidney damage. Okay. I'll show you that. Um, you want skin disease. Okay. Let's look at that. You want eye conditions. So whatever conditions you're looking at, there has been research unless it's very obscure condition, then there's not enough incentive for people to devote so much energy and resources to do the studies. But most common diseases, there, there's some good studies out there. So, so the evidence is there. One just has to look. 
research has been very active all around the world. Um, the, the leading one is still the United States, uh, believe it or not, you know, as much as people complain about the U.S. is still leading in research. Um, China is very active in stem cell research. Um, also, you know, Japan, Germany. So um, the, 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 the statement about the, you know, therapy of the rich, um, I have seen patients who, you know, have, you know, who are teachers who, you know, have not accumulated great wealth, but they have spent so much money on the traditional therapies that were just not getting them anywhere. So they save a few thousand dollars. They do a stem cell therapy. It gets them to an incredible place that 10, you know, 20 years of traditional therapy, you know, the tens and, you know, even hundreds of thousands of dollars down the drain have not given them much fundamental relief. So if you look at financial aspect, yes, it sounds like a lot, you know, $7,000, $10,000, I went, you know, one pop, but look at where it can get you and how much money you've already wasted doing actually a lot of times doing more damage to your body. And um, overseas, um, it does tend to be more expensive. So the, I, there are doctors in the U.S. who charge a lot more money than I do. Um, I, I'm kind of um, kind of the average or, or below average um, as far as what I charge because I want this to be accessible. Um, but overseas, one reason they say they're, they want they can charge so much is because they they do manipulation of the cells. So they um, expand the cells to very large numbers. So it sounds incredible. It sounds sophisticated that I'm giving you 200 million cells and look at how much benefit, you know, you know, because I'm giving you more cells. The problem is that they will get original cells, which was, is what I use in our clinic, uh, but they don't do that. They expand them. So they grow them to huge numbers. Um, And if you can imagine if you grow, you know, from 10 million cells, you can make a hundred billion of them. And then you take a hundred million out of the hundred, you know, billion, um, you know, is, which is a very tiny fraction. And they use that to give to patients, which save them a lot of money. Um, so their, their profit margin has gone up drastically. Um, but it's, it's not ju- just that the problem is that the quality control is not good. Um, from what I've learned about these clinics, that they're not looking at whether or not these cells are still stem cells. So many of these cells have differentiated, and are no longer stem cells that become um, what was called a daughter cell, which have gone down on their differentiation pathway. So when cells, when these stem cells expand, you know, that's the way they work in the body. They, when they multiply or divide, you know, their tendency is to divide into one stem cell and one daughter cell. The daughter cell is more differentiated and the daughter cell is what replaces um, the tissue cells, right? So you have a more differentiated cell and then the original stem cell will keep its own primitive characteristic. So when you expand the cells in, you know, in a culture, in an incubator, um, if you don't know exactly what you're doing, um, if you don't harvest them in time off, you know, it's very easy for these cells to just become daughter cells. And this is probably one reason that there's a higher 
um, percentage of people having side effects. I've heard of people getting pretty sick um, from getting stem cell treatments uh, in places like Panama, you know, Colombia, you know, Mexico and, and Costa Rica, things like that, because they're expanding cells. Um, and they're charging about three times as much as what I'm charging uh, in the clinic. What I'm doing, and also some other doctors are doing, is to get cells that were uh, collected uh, from the birth tissue, which is umbilical cord tissue. So you, you get it, uh, you separate the cells from the tissue, and what you obtain, um, the cells are pretty much unchanged from what it was while it's in the tissue because no enzymes or chemicals are allowed in the process because we're doing minimal manipulation. So under FDA rule, you cannot use any enzymes or chemicals to get to obtain the cells, and you cannot grow the cells to large numbers. So you can't multiply them. Um, so these cells are exactly what it was uh, when you when the cells were still in the tissue itself. So you carefully separate them and then freeze them methodically, just like how you know the sperm and egg can be frozen for future use. So it's the same process. You gradually lowering the temperature to slow down the metabolic activity, you lower the temperature by about one degree per minute until you reach the, the liquid nitrogen temperature, and then you freeze them. And they can be kept almost indefinitely. You know, we say at least 30 years, but it's probably, you know, much, much longer than that. And, and then when you get the cells, that's when you thaw them out. You know, when you're about to give it to patients, you thaw them, thaw them out rapidly and they come back to life and then they exert their benefits. Um, so, so that's kind of my take on the cost aspect and the differences between what's going on overseas and what's going on here. So when doctors are providing stem cell therapy here, unless they're breaking the law, um, what they're giving you will be unmanipulated cells. So, and so they're minimally manipulated cells, which falls under a whole other category under the FDA um, uh, specification, they're saying, okay, if you don't manipulate the cells, these are considered considered tissue transplants. These are not drugs. So you don't have to enroll in drug studies. So that's how we can clinically use these tissue, just like blood transfusion, right? Blood is not categorized as a drug by the FDA. You don't have to go through drug studies. So you're transplanting from one person to the next. So the, the, the products go through as rigorous of screening as any tissue transplant, as any organ transplants. So, you know, all the pathogens are tested. So these are produced by tissue banks. So that's, that's kind of the, you know, my answers. Yeah, that's really, that really helps explain a lot, um, both in terms of the cost and also the evidence. Um, and I can tell you, you spent a lot of time in this field because you have um, a lot of experience answering those questions and, and <laughs> evidence-based responses to back it up too. Um, can you talk about um, like some of the success you've seen with your own patients? Um, people who have tried other things come to you, um, you know, what types of what types of ailments or um, improvements have you helped people with? Yeah. So first of all, a really good resource for your audience is the Academy I founded. I actually put a lot of uh, case studies on there and then also some research excerpts. So, so I think people will really like reading it. So it's aaict.org 
So it stands for American Academy of Integrative Cell Therapy. So AAICT.org, there's a case study section, but I'll give you some examples. Um, one of them is my first patient. So I always want to start with, you know, my very first one. So this was, um, uh, at the time he was 69. So this is six years ago. Um, this is a gentleman who's, you know, in generally good health, you know, a little bit overweight and, uh, he has osteoarthritis. So both of his knees, um, were, you know, pretty severe. Um, he's you know, very active, goes to a lot of trades shows, but this is really kind of, um, you know, limiting his activities and two separate orthopedic surgeons, both, you know, told him that you absolutely need bilateral knee replacement. So when he came to me, he was thinking, well, you know, let's try a last ditch, res you know, resort to, to see if I can save my knees from these big operations, right? Huge downtime. And, um, so what I did was I attacked, uh, the problem from, from two angles, because when you look at large joints, like the knee or hips or shoulders, um, there's a, there's a capsule that encapsulate the joint space. Um, so the, the outer, you know, when you look at the cartilage, the degeneration of the cartilage, the outer one third of the cartilage is nourished by the blood supply. The inner two thirds is nourished by the synovial fluid. So that's within the capsule, the, the fluid. Um, but the exchange between the blood and the fluid is very, very slow. So if you want to get to the inner two thirds of cartilage, you probably want to inject the stem cells right into the joint space. But if you want to help the outer one third to regenerate, you want to utilize the intravenous route so the, the blood can carry the cells to the outer part of your of the cartilage. So that's what I did. And um, and what's really interesting was, you know, the knee repair takes a little bit of time, you know, a few weeks, but but the, the next day he said, hey, you know, I slept through the night. I've never slept through the night for like for about the last 40 years because I had a rotator cuff injury when I was a teenager. My the car rolled over. So uh, it never fully healed. So every time when I turn in bed, the sharp pain wake me up. Somehow uh, I slept through the night. And um, so guess what? He has slept through the night till now because of rotator. But incidentally, as a side benefit, his rotator cuff injury got healed up. And in his knees, are, are doing fantastic because he has been walking about four miles every day. And then he's, you know, he goes on trade shows and, you know, standing all day long and walking. He, his knees, my, my knees are perfect. I barely know that they, they're there. So, um, yeah, that, that was my first case. So that's osteoarthritis. Um, what people don't realize is that osteoarthritis is not a wear and tear disease, because if you look at wearing and tearing, we were wearing and tearing ourselves when we were, you know, five, six years old or teenager, we do a great job at wearing and tearing. Guess what? You've got so many stem cells, they replace them right up. Um, but when you're older, the whole environment of your body changes. It becomes, becomes more inflammatory. So even in perfectly healthy adults, when you get older, your inflammatory markers go up. So in your knee joint, also it becomes a more inflammatory um, environment. And they've, they've done studies where they put perfect knee construct, right? Kind of a replacement of the cartilage. They put it into the knee and those con new construct 
gets eaten up because of how inflammatory the environment is. So I just want people to to understand that you know is is not you know what you think um, may not be really the real cause. The real cause of the knee deterioration is the aging process. Is the lacking uh, you know is the inflammatory environment and is the lacking of the ability to regenerate. So anyhow, so that's you know one of my that's my first patient, and then I've you know treated people with um, autoimmune conditions. So autoimmune disease is um, uh, is one of the places that the stem cell therapies really shines, and it, um, it has a lot of evidence. It's very very actively studied. So personally, I've seen great results with lupus patients. You know to the point of reversing it with you know no no lupus markers, basically showing the person's lupus free, um, after, um, two treatments and, um, um, and rheumatoid arthritis, incredible improvements, uh, even uh, to the point of, um, you know, you know, swelling and pain going down, um, tremendous degree, um, just during, during the therapy, during, you know, during IV therapy. So it's, you know, still on, on the examination table, the IV is still dripping halfway. And, and, you know, there's one lady, she, she, she's a, a surgical technician. She couldn't work because she couldn't make a fist and, and, um, because of, you know, the rheumatoid arthritis and after, um, you know, in the middle of the therapy, she was making a fist and she started crying. She said, I haven't been able to make a fist for a few months. So, um, and then um, things like um, psoriasis, you know, great results. Um, and people, you know, looking at um, uh, neurological conditions like uh, traumatic brain injury, getting really good results, you know, big jump in improvements after years of stagnation. Um, you know, as far as, um, you know, of course, traumatic brain injury actually is a very widespread condition, including myself. And I didn't even know uh, until I did a brain scan. So I, I think it's way more widespread than what people recognize. It's pretty easy to damage this, you know, kind of jello like, you know, brain in this heart casing. And um, so, so like this young gentleman, he's 26 years old. Um, he had a horrific car accident when he was 16 and he was an athlete. He was able to make, you know, really good gains in the first um, year or two. And then it stagnated. And it, no matter how hard he tried, it, there was no improvement. And then we did a therapy when he was 26. And even the day of therapy, when he was going back home, he noticed that his gait was changing because he was walking with a limp um, and balance issues and, you know, also some brain function issues. Um, but he noticed that his gait was a lot steadier. He was making, you know, bigger steps and, and just, you know, um, more confidence in walking. Um, and then later on, you know, being able to hike better you know, with a, just a, a much better balance. His gait, his roommate was commenting that they didn't recognize that it was him because usually he, you know, was pretty heavy footed and, and with the limp and he was always spilling and he was able to walk normally. I mean, just a really significant gain with a very just simple, you know, one IV infusion. And it's just really, really encouraging. Um, you know, different condition, liver cirrhosis. I, I treated a, a, a person who was on deathbed. He was in hospice already, um, history of hep C, 
not because he was a drug user, so he didn't qualify for liver transplant. And he was just kind of waiting to die. But his brother, um, you know, basically paid for the treatment and wanted to, to, to kind of give it a last chance. And with one treatment, I couldn't believe it. Um, a couple of months later, I found out that his liver function was normal. He was walking around and doing things like a normal person. When he came to me, he had this ascites, right? Swollen belly. And he was very lethargic. I could, you know, very, very soft voice. He just didn't have much energy. And then it transformed him. He got his life back. Um, and then, uh, you know, some other fun things like uh, like plantar fasciitis. I've, you know, this doctor friend who was limping around for two weeks. And I said, hey, you know, let's try stem cells. You know, this, this can really help you. And then with, within a week, he was walking normal. And he said, well, boy, this is incredible because last time I had plantar fasciitis, they were injecting steroid. It was hurting like hell. And it still took him 10 months to recover. And then with the stem cell therapy, so within one week, he was 90% better. I mean, he's walking normal. Uh, so, so anyhow, so these are just, and then I've seen um, um, like autism. I do, I've seen a lot of autistic kids and I've seen some really great results, uh, including um, like this kid, she came to us, she was incontinent, um, you know, not toilet trained. She was six years old and still nonverbal. And then after the treatment, she was able to tell her, her parents, let's say they were in Costco and she could say, um, potty, you know, that she needs to use a bathroom. Um, and then the parents can, you know, make preparation and take her to the bathroom. And she also started talking. She started when she was coming back for the second treatment, um, she was, you know, uh, you know, reading the alphabet and, um, and, um, and, 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 and also counting and making, you know, this sign language, you know, like communicating just much calmer and much more connected. Um, so, so, so these are some of the examples on top of my head. Yeah. It seems truly life-changing and, um, really interesting. I'll definitely check out, um, some of the resources you recommended, um, and can you talk, Dr. Kong, about um, maybe how you combine stem cell with um, other treatment modalities or other lifestyle interventions such as diet, exercise, anything else, and how that may enhance results? Yeah, it's really crucial. I mean, there's a reason I named the Academy, American Academy of Integrative Cell Therapy, because I don't believe in you know, stem cell therapy, end all be all, that's can cure it you know, everything. No, it doesn't happen in vacuum. You still carry this body, which is, is a little universe on its own. And it's such a complex universe. It has so many things happening all at the same time. It's a web. So you've got to address many things that's happening in this web. Um, a diet is a huge component. You know, what you put in your body has profound, you know, it's probably one of the most profound things you can do to your body. So eating something that doesn't contribute to, uh, to contaminating your body and, and, and give your body the right uh, the, the, the right fuel, the right, um, elements to work. So you need the right, you know, nutritional rich uh, diet and, and, you know, minimize the toxins. Um, and then exercise is really important because it does activate genes, it activates about 400 genes in your body. So you want to get your body to move 
so so your cells can kind of come to life and realize you know what what needs to do that that you know all these um, uh, regenerative potentials can can be activated. And then, you know, detoxification is really important. You know, you can't be carrying around, you know, heavy metal and all these organic toxins and expect the body to function perfectly uh, or expect the stem cells to, you know, work, you know, you know, to its maximum benefit, right? If you are poisoning your own body, plus poisoning, poisoning the stem cells that's put in the body, um, and, uh, you know, I think energy therapy is really crucial, um, things like, um, the sunlight, you know, infrared, you know, earth, earthing practices, right. Allow the earth, uh, earth frequency to go through your body. Um, they're just, um, you know, and there are all these new gadgets that's, that's out now, you know, you can do uh, hyperbaric oxygen, you know, in my clinic, we do ozone therapy. Um, there's a lot of, um, you know, integrative, you know, aspects and, and hormone replacement, right. Very important as we grow older, our hormone levels decline. There's, you know, all kinds of reasons to decline, but one quick way of allowing your body to functioning, uh, to function at a younger state is to give it the level of the hormones that you had when you were younger. So that's really, really, um, a powerful tool. And there are peptides that, you know, we also utilize in the clinic. So we, we do, yeah, we, we, we do a lot of things to, to make sure we're addressing different aspects, but I, you know, I tell people, you know, find a good integrated medicine doctor, you know, either a naturopathic doctor, a, you know, some kind of functional medicine doctor, anti-aging doctor, find somebody really look deep, uh, you know, investigate your nutritional status, you know, to see if you, you need to detoxification and look at, um, you know, hormone replacement, really optimize it. Um, I can do it to some extent in my clinic, but I, I specialize in stem cell therapy. You know, it's, I, I still would like people to find a really good doctor that can really follow with them over time and, you know, every step of the way. Um, I try to maximize what we do here, including adding ozone therapy prior to stem cell treatment. We do peptides, you know, at the same time and we, you know, add different vitamins, but, um, you know, the health is an ongoing project. So you don't, you know, you know, one time, you know, you know, at one point you can do a lot, but you still need a lot of, um, uh, a, a, a lot of um, corrective actions along the way. Yeah, I, I really like how you're taking a multi-pronged approach. And that point around finding a functional doctor is so, so important, so critical. Um, I think for a long time, I struggled with it. I've seen people I've helped struggle with. You know, I go to my doctor and they just tell me, like standard medical advice or things I'm doing wrong, or, you know, they can't really help them get healthier. They can just diagnose disease, which is important and prescribe medication. Um, but it's really important that you have someone who's a professional who you can work with, uh, more holistically like you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Dr. Kong, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I, I found this super interesting. I'm definitely going to um, look into some of the resources you mentioned and, and learn more myself. Uh, where can people find you? And um, I'll have links to everything in the show notes, of course. 
Yeah. So people can always find me. So my clinics in California, um, it's a uplift longevity center. So people can go to uplift center. So uplift with a Y, um, upliftcenter.com. Um, they can also find me on, on YouTube. My channel is a joy Kong MD. I do try to do more education. Uh, and there are a lot of, cause there's a lot of aspects on stem cell therapy we haven't gone into. Um, but I, I talk about the three stages healing and stem cell therapy. What about the concern of other people's DNA in your body? Um, you know, exactly how do stem cells work? Are stem cells legal in the U S and, um, you know, how to choose a good clinic. So, so I have, you know, a, a different, um, a, a different topics I cover. Um, I also, um, also started my own podcast where, you know, I'm, I'm putting them up on YouTube. So I address a lot of different interesting aspects on health and wellness and, and happiness. So I, I encourage people to, um, to, to follow me on, on YouTube. So joy Kong MD, uh, those would be a good places. Awesome. Well, really appreciate it. Dr. Kong, thank you so much for your time um, and hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you so much. I enjoy speaking with you. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting the Carnivore Cast on Patreon. By becoming a patron, you'll help us reach more people and continue to create content on Carnivore. There are also exclusive perks available, such as private Q&As, consultations with me, and more. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash carnivorecast. Check the episode description for the link. Thank you, and I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Carnivore Cast. If you enjoyed this episode, please review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And share it with a friend. What questions would you like answered? Or who would you like to hear from in the carnivore research community? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CarnivoreCast or go to CarnivoreCast.com. You can also email me at info at CarnivoreCast.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep it carnivore.